1: This is Mind Rolling. We're back. Another podcast from Raghu Marcus, who isn't me, and David Silver. But we're all one. I'm me. We're all one, <laughs> right? Right, Raghu? Well, we're, well, we're all one. Right? All right.
0: <laughs> Sit down. You're getting too excited. Uh, I did want to say to everybody that uh, I'm really happy for the, <laughs> the community that's being developed around, developed, It's not that's, the right word, that's coming six, together- six
1: six people lo- lost souls <laughs> uh,
0: okay now there's thousands of you out there and we're really happy to to get this uh you know nice beginning for mind rolling podcast and uh so yeah, we're talking to people twitter's going on isn't it great dave dave <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's great
0: oh god help
1: you. i mean i'm not you know i'm not the big communal guy I, I, I really love, you know, being here with my, you know, Fox Soccer Channel and my pictures of, of All right, great, don't, of great it, saints. That's just, what I want.
0: It's too, Don't admit to too much on this podcast. Okay? Well, I mean,
1: okay, Shirdi Sai Baba, if you've never heard of him, 190 million people in India worship him. And I do, in New York. That's it.
0: And you're just there doing that.
1: That's basically my trip. That's good.
0: But I do want to say to everybody, we do appreciate your support. Yeah, I do, too, really. And uh, it, it's I, I it, do. It, I do. <laughs> you do? Okay.
1: No, I do, really. I don't want to make myself out to be some kind of, you know, Scrooge. I love you people. <laughs> uh,
0: don't mind him too much, folks. I mean, I, we, we do try and get him normalized by bringing him—we bring him to the occasional retreat— yeah, that we, we, we like to go to. And by that, we socialize, Dave, a little bit. You got, you got integrated a little bit a couple of months ago, didn't it's you? It's
1: not true. People who like me think I'm very charming and, and gregarious. But, you know, and, and they said how I used to say that about you, too. Oh,
0: no. Back to your support, everybody. Uh, we uh, are happy to announce that uh, we've got Amazon with us now. And um, you're gonna to go to mindrollingpodcast.com, and it's a great way. Really, it is. Aside from all of the joking that we do, and and how we're, you know, te- terrible, terrible at promoting anything uh, ourselves. Uh, but it's just, uh, this is true. This it, is true. And. Uh, but it's a great way to, to do uh, support the podcast because uh, people buy stuff from Amazon all the time. I mean, I, everybody does.
1: Yeah. And you have to, unless it's something you can buy at a local store near you and you can support a store, you know, but unfortunately there are no bookstores. So what's the difference between Amazon and Barnes and Noble? You know, I, I'd rather go to Amazon, actually, yeah. at this point, you know, but also there are things you can't get any other way but buy Amazon. Amazon is amazing. And, you know, uh, we are there. Yeah. So we have a portal. And if you buy something on Amazon, be it a screwdriver or, you know, the works of Tolstoy or a small car, we will benefit if you go through our portal. Right, Ragu? That's it. Boy. And by you, we, and by we know, will benefit, I mean, we'll be able to keep the podcast going. I mean, we're not taking cruises.
0: You, you would like to be on that <laughs> cruise ship that got recently.
1: <laughs> have the wrong word. The shit yeah. was flowing in the, in the <laughs> aisles.
0: That was fun. Um, No,
1: it's horrible for them. I mean, I I can just imagine how much complaining I would do. Oh, my God. I would not be one of those people playing, you know, volleyball on the deck. (laughs) You know, I I would be screaming about the the, the urine soaked carpets. Did you get that today? This is going to be dated by the time you hear that. But we all you all saw it. It's so sad when people want to go on a little vacation and they have to deal with adversity. But that's part of what we're going to talk about today. Right. It, About, it is, but we're not get, there yet. We're not oh, we're there not, yet. Okay, no, okay. I
0: want to introduce also audible. dot com, uh, dot com slash mindrolling. Gets you to be able to another way to support us because they give you a uh, a free trial, and for signing up for that, you get a free book. And we uh, the free trial is probably a, you know it's something like if you don't you you need to. Uh, um, you know, commit after 30 days, I would imagine. Uh, And uh, I'm going to recommend to you an incredible book. And it's by a woman named Temple Grandin, G-R-A-N-D-I-N. And she was an, it was an HBO show on her. And she was an autistic uh, person who is, uh, rather, and uh, she became um, an expert in uh, animal care and even uh, at some point she even helped to revise the way that animals were processed through stockyards for more um, absolutely uh, better conditions for the animal to go through this um, whatever that could be basically uh, but uh, she improved those conditions she's done a, she's a, an incredible intuit. Around animals, and I just love this book. Animals the, the,
1: yeah, the, the. I'm sorry, Rob.
0: No, animals make us human. An incredible, uh, Temple Grandin. So wanted to recommend that to you all. And go, so go to. We do. It's right up there. Audible. Uh, you can go to the site and look for it. But basically, go to audibletrial.com/slash/mindrolling, and that way, it, it's a great way to support us. And again, we really appreciate it.
1: And because. Uh, uh, it's a nice community. I don't care what you say, Silver. Yeah, no, I've calmed down now. And I wanted to say about Temple Grandin something, which is that I don't know, any, I don't know her, but I did see the, the HBO show, and Claire Danes plays Temple Grandin. Right. And, and does a magnificent job. And as, as most of you know, Claire Danes' show Homeland is like the biggest thing on television in, in, in 2012, 2013 era. So she does a great job. And anything that can really start to be accurate about telling us about uh, situations that people are in, like autism, and opening us up to what should really, you know, what we should really be feeling about this, really, you know, rather than some ridiculous um, stereotype. And she, do, she does a brilliant job, and, and the, the book is really great, because it's about animals, too. And uh, you, you were going to talk a little bit about animals, Rago uh, Rago has a lot of dogs. Rago and his wife, Saraswati, have some beautiful dogs. Who I adore, um, but I'm. You just told me you hate dogs. I, well, that was before that we didn't. No <laughs> that was before that was the real me before the podcast. And if I say that, look, I'm. Li- I live in an apartment twenty four seven with a woman who's the head of the New York Humane Society. <laughs> the, hum- hey. <laughs> the Humane Society of New York. And if she hears this podcast and hears anything negative about this, I'll be living alone. Which you know, I've, it's happened to me before. But I yes. love animals. We all love animals. And animal consciousness is a huge thing now, um, in, in the world, bigger than ever because a When I was working at NBC for a while, um, once I asked someone what was really the best way to make money on television, you know, what was, and he said, ultimately animals. And, you know, that was before America, you know, American Idol and everything. But people love to see animals on TV. They love to read about them. But much more important than that, they want to be able to take care of them. And the rescue situation is very important. Maybe
0: we should turn this podcast into an animal podcast, do you think, that? Well, I'm, I, can be pretty,
1: I can be pretty animalistic, if you, that's what you're talking about. Yes, um, yes. No, I, I, I think it's great that people care now much more about animals because they know, um, you know, anybody who's seen Life of Pi or read that book knows the implications, which are that, you know, there are, what, 200 Bengal tigers, tigers in the world or 400? Just yeah. think about that. I mean, that makes me into a crazy person beyond description, more than almost anything else. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, my goodness, 400 Bengal tigers that is so saddening isn't it
0: yeah no uh, yeah no i mean you know i go to india a lot and uh, yeah it's just the way of the world as it is right now certainly in terms of the
1: environment very very difficult um i well if you go on facebook there's a there's a site which i can't name immediately but you can find it which is about the trophy and of of pelts Right. and skins of animals, and how much that's doing to make it even worse. And that's easily banned in various countries. And I think that's a great cause to get yeah. behind, which is to get people to stop killing what we have left yeah. for some stupid trophy on some stupid idiot's wall.
0: Well, it is the tip of the iceberg, isn't yes, it? Yes, right. Um, I mean, in, yeah. in terms of what's going
1: on. In- but it's symbolic, you know what I mean? like We should stop everything, which is stopping the, uh, you know, the growth and... Of, of the animal kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in that light, which
0: of, of depressing thoughts and realities. Yeah. I was walking by a newsstand the other day and I noticed a magazine and it was a Buddhist magazine, which I know about called Shambhala Sun. And the cover said, I mean, I was, oh, 10 feet away or something and the cover I could see, you know, just the title. Life is tough. Deal with it. (laughs) On a Buddhist magazine. And then I went real close to it. And between life is tough and deal with it, there was a small print. Here's how to. So there was a little bit of positivity, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) related to this. Um, I just thought, boy, that's... uh, for a Buddhist magazine to, um, uh, it, it was a great way for, they were looking for, you know, new subscribers and, and uh, you know, just getting it out there in the way that nobody's ever really seen from uh, any kind of Buddhist uh, publication. So um, life is tough, and here's six ways to deal with it, okay? I, and I want, you need these. I want to give them to you. These yeah, I, 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 they're amazing,
1: aren't they? I, I have them in front of me, too, I think. You do? Yeah. I did, did you get this magazine? Turn All Mishaps Into the Path, oh, that Jesus. one. Jesus, yeah. Drive All... Bl- I'm going to read them. Okay, Can wait, I- let's
0: just talk about the... Uh, uh, let's t- what's your most recent mishap? Mine? Yeah. Um, well, I dropped a plate... Now, a mishap is, usually it's a mishap with, like, other people. Oh. Okay? Which you have regular. What was your last mishap?
1: Mishap? Um, yeah. was was Faux in, pas,
0: mishap, whatever the heck.
1: It, it was in the small grocery store that I go to here in New York. And I was in there, and I was trying to choose some kale. And I put my basket on the ground. It's a very small grocery. And a woman with a large, you know, child carrier pram a stroller yeah. uh, came in and didn't give me more than four seconds before she really got kind of mean about moving and instead of just being gracious and saying oh, i'm really sorry i did say i'm really sorry and i'll move my bag but i gave her i my my, my but i gave her a glare the glare i, I glared at her and then i remembered ramdas saying many times you only know where you're at spiritually when you're in the grocery store behind some woman who can't find her her purse uh, or her her money, and I remembered that exact thing, and it was just as important as anything. I mean, I glared at this woman, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't like aggressively bad glaring. But I knew it was a glare. That's a mishap. Yeah. That's a mishap.
0: Mishap. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. That's a mishap. I was driving on the freeway the other uh, yester uh, yesterday. And, and I'm even saying to myself now, even though you're late to this appointment, you're going to just be very calm. And the guy in front of you that's going 40 miles an hour in a 60-mile-an-hour zone, he's probably <laughs> lost in thought. Something. <laughs> so just relax. Um, and that lasted about two minutes.
1: Two minutes with yeah. you? That's Two, a miracle. I mem- that should be in the Guinness Book of Records, for
0: God's sake. You mean that it was that long? <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: so mishap, you know, so we've had a couple of mishaps here. Um, do you want to tell us, uh, can you consolidate what they're saying here about how to write, uh, well, turning the mishaps into the path? What are we talking about there?
1: Well, they—they—you know—it's a really beautiful and 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 great article, and by Norman Fisher. But it, it comes down to these six things: turn all mishaps into the path, drive all blames into one, be grateful to everyone, see confusion as Buddha, and practice emptiness. Do good, avoid evil appreciate your lunacy pray for help and then lastly whatever you meet is the path whatever you meet is the path i'll do it again because noises are happening now pages are being turned i'm looking here ruining ruining my recitation here whatever you meet is the path that's the most important part of it um so uh, you know he's saying you're not going to get away from the basic reality that life is tough and, and this, this incarnation, at this time and this place always has been, actually. Life is tough. But what he's saying, which is so great, is that you know uh, an ancient set of Buddhist slogans really you know gives us six ways to deal with it.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing about these Buddhists. They really got a little scientific thing going on there. So when they explain shit, it really makes sense,
1: isn't it? Oh, say more about that. I love that. That, that you think that, that it's scientific. T- it's like
0: they've spent like centuries refining what reality is. You know, right. it started out uh, Nero, uh N- Naropa. What was the uh, in the twelfth century in? Ningma. N- the the Ningma was yeah. the
1: original uh, yeah. and lineage, it, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a university. Dalai Lama talks about it. Anyhow, they—that's a, 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 Buddhism was exported from there into Tibet and mixed with whatever was going on there, and uh, and then they spent literally centuries and centuries refining the concept of reality and how to get there, and how to and so this is this all comes from that uh, you know way back when the work that they have done. Anyhow. Not to belabor this, but, you know, uh, this this th- life is tough. And, you know, we talk about... Actually, there there's somebody who wrote to us. I don't know if you saw this, Dave. Yeah. And just said, actually said, you know, like, I don't know. I'm in my 20s, and, you know, I'm finding out about all of this stuff, that there is something, another reality that's not, you know, that seems more <laughs> right than the one that I have been assuming. And But I want, you know, how, how, how do you deal with it on a day-to-day basis? So this, that's why I like this article.
1: Yeah, let me, let me say that in answer to that, I remember that, 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 that communication, and it was really honest and, and very vulnerable, and it I moved me, actually, because we've all been through these times. But He says in the article, this is a great article by Norman Fisher. He says, in answer to that, he says, there's an old Zen saying, which is, the whole world's upside down. In other words, the way the world looks from the ordinary or conventional point of view is pretty much the opposite of the way the world actually actually is, the way the world actually is. So he's saying that, you know, the world isn't what we want it to be, so we've got to learn the techniques to live with it. Right, exactly. And the suffering, I mean, Ramdas said one time when I was in his company... He just said it out loud. He said, oh, there's such a massive amount of suffering on this planet. And even though that's, you think, well, that's an obvious statement, but he was feeling it kind of. And there is, I mean, you just only have to tune in to CNN to know that. And you know, it's worse conditions than we have by far in some countries where women are oppressed and beaten and where, where rape is a weapon of war and all that mm. horrible stuff. Mm. How do we deal with that horrible stuff and not go you know, crazy? And that's, I think, one of the things that Norman Fisher in the Shambhala Sun is is talking about raga, mm.
0: and I think to put it into um,
1: as practical. Oh, but, but, but could you just talk about the word scientific for a minute, in, well, in, in 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 connection with the Buddhist, with the Tibetans, the development of Buddhism? Yeah. yeah,
0: I just think, I think what I mean is that they have the way that we think of scientists here in the West and what they do, and how much time they spend on it. And, you know, they, they have become accomplished at their, you know, particular um, uh, scientific, you know, what, what they were um, studying in, 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 uh, in school to, to, you know, be it from aerospace to computers to God knows what. Um, the way that they have spent the time, they've done the time, and that, and that they are completely devoted to finding the truth in in the case of science it's a physical truth in the case of the tibetans with the buddhist thought it's it's of course the internal truth from which all external stuff happens so uh, i i i just think they have spent you know and in centuries and centuries and centuries refining this that's so that's yeah. what i mean by science in that respect yeah. and of course the dalai lama spends a lot of time around hanging around with scientists in different programs at different universities in the united states uh and and you know they they use some of the monks as uh subjects to find the correlations being the reality scientifically of what's going on inside somebody so uh it certainly is coming together and and it who's doing this with the scientists the tibetans there's a reason for that i yeah. i do want to jump here though to uh, sure. again you know we're going back to this article life is tough deal with it and you know they they're using it almost as you know a street excuse me a street uh term life is tough do football term basically um you know it's real america and um but the these um you know, we need to be given this stuff so we can understand it. And, uh, you know, and as David and I just said, to be serious for one second here, um, you know, we both ran into stuff where we lost it. You know, I mean, you're talking about small stuff. You know, of course it's small stuff. And I'm sure both of us could uh, sit here and recount uh, lots of incidents where it was bigger than that and there's people and, and, and their feelings involved and so on and so forth where our self-interest overcame compassion. So uh, I think that uh, these uh, little instructions that were given, um, they're applying to every one of us all day long, every day. And in this case, I think this is what I'm trying to say here, David, that this turning all of these kinds of mishaps where you realize that your self-interest is way in front of any kind of compassionate action or giving a shit about anybody else, you see that happening and you turn that into awareness. Okay, I am aware that that is happening and I am going to allow myself to transform understanding Primarily, that I am feeding my self interest by continuing to be angry, in my case, at this person in front of me who is driving too slow and is stopping me from getting where I need to go. Um, I am going to stop my own predilections. And the way, the first thing to do is to use it as, you know, as Ramdas has said grist for the mill. And that is the very first thing that has to happen before anything can happen. So I think, you know, we're, we're joking about this, uh, this article and, uh, that is a fabulous first step for anybody to take. And last step, I mean, in terms of awareness, becoming aware.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, you're right. If, if, if you can't get to the point where you can see yourself and know that you're either defending an ego identity or something that is, that is, that is so kind of what can you say uh what happens to bread when it goes bad i've forgotten the word uh y- you know uh you know what's that word Roger, when bread gets moldy or something
0: it gets moldy
1: yeah well <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking for reasons. it's a simple word it gets moldy no, That's it gets it. stale. I'm looking for the word stale. Oh, okay. stale. When oh, you've got okay. some stale ego identification, you had some tape playing or some file playing and you're having an argument with someone about something and then suddenly in the middle of it, because you might have meditated for 30 minutes that week, suddenly you realize that you're, instead of arguing from the heart or talking from the heart, you're talking from a stale version of an opinion that you once had against someone who's open-heartedly saying something. I've had that happen to me many times and I've just stopped in my tracks. And sometimes, thank God, I was able to go, I'm not gonna argue about this anymore. Not because I think I'm right, but, but I think I'm wrong. And that's a mishap. That's turning a mishap into the path. Because as soon as you do that, it's great. Life becomes better. It really does. I mean, you have to, you have to catch yourself. Mm. I don't mean to be guilty all the time, but to catch yourself either defending something, you're making a big noise with those papers. Oh, yeah, I, I'm just it's like, trying to it's, find it's the. Like, it's like a big Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> paper sorry. or something.
0: I'm just trying to find the next point. Okay, uh, now I, which...
1: I knew what you were doing. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, I didn't. Uh, no, I mean, the, the, mis- the next one he says is drive all blames into one, okay? Now, driving all blames into one is mm-hmm. very important, just like noticing your mishaptitude. Mishap- Do you know any blamers? I know only blamers. I mean, you know, no, but I mean, you look at Facebook, it's amazing, because you'll see a certain, you know, a certain part of the mosaic of the friends that I have, for instance, do a lot of complaining and others never complain. And it's weird to get that mix. We've got someone who'll send something, uh, you know, some kind of uh, Buddhist sutra, you know, with a picture on it on Facebook, and they say something and it's really beautiful. Then the next one is somebody who works for a record company is going, you know, this company sucks. And I hate, fuck- I hate fucking music, and I hate you all. And, you know, that happens on Facebook. It's a very interesting part of the dynamic of Facebook for me. And I, li- I think, oh, what a shame. He's so angry. But blaming takes all our energy and puts a burden on our shoulders at the same time. So what, the- what Fisher is bringing out here, drive all blames into one, is really important, really crucial. Wait, I... just to, you know, to stop blaming people. I have to go back a minute, though.
0: Why? Facebook. I mean, yeah. you're complaining about, uh, well, actually, did you complain about uh, the fact of, of the commerciality of everyone selling stuff on Facebook? You know, selling one thing or another, you know, from...
1: I'm sure I did do that. Have you time. complained the... about that? Have I ever complained about it? Yes, because sometimes something will recur coming on going, this is Ruben Jason Stedman's <laughs> second second gig Come again to the Brooklyn, you know, club fart. And, I, you know, I don't want to know it. I don't want to hear about it. But on the other hand, I've, I've come back as a mishap. It's just me being English. It's just ridiculous. The guy has a right to publicize himself. And thank well, God he's, he's got a way to do it now. Before, there was no way of doing it. Well, you couldn't even buy an ad in a local paper. It was too expensive if you're the average starving musician. So good. Get on Facebook. But it, I guess it irritates me only because I know they're not actually even trying to be personal. Well, wait. I want to point something out.
0: Yeah. You, you, we have a podcast, mindrollingpodcast.com, that you are promoting on Twitter, yes. Facebook, and God knows what else. <laughs> and many okay? other es- esoteric and, things. Yes. And and tell everybody the truth. I, okay. I have no
1: problem with the internet. I love the damned internet. No. It, it, what? I, I want
0: mean, you to tell the truth that you. You yeah. signed up, you got rid of Facebook till you started Mind Rolling Podcast.
1: This After is true. you
0: started Mind Rolling Podcast, the guy has like four billion friends now. He's talking to people.
1: I mean, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a complete lie. I, you know, like a big lie because I, I, I have to be on Facebook now because Mind Rolling and it's lovely and I love everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I, 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 Facebook is a little weird because there are weird people on it, too, and I don't know whether it's, I occasionally have to read something weird from a weird person, but I don't want to defriend them because I want to show love to them.
0: I don't think so.
1: Well, you are really skeptical.
0: Anyhow, um, back to, uh, I don't know, should we go back back to no, the I, Buddhist or back to the
1: Facebook here? No, no, not Facebook, because I, I, I know... Seriously, we wouldn't be doing this without all of those things. It's wonderful. It's democratized us all so we can all get our little words out there and try That's and, true. you know, it is, it's a great thing. But so I want to ask you, drive all blames into one that, you know, don't be a blamer, but expand upon that, Mr. Marcus. I mean, what, what does that mean? Drive all blames into one, which is the second tenet of these Buddh- Buddhist tenets. What do you think?
0: I think that, boy, we all blame all the time because if we're not blaming someone else we're blaming some kind of external condition if it wasn't like this it'd be okay you know um and uh i think uh taking all of that blame and wrapping it up into one little arrow that points at you is what they're talking about here, okay? <laughs> you mean
1: me personally or yourself? <laughs> well, most
0: everything bad that has happened around me is because of you.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: But I think that's... No, but that's I know what,
1: what, what you're saying. Bring it home. Bring it home. I mean, you just got to, like, blame yourself. It's you to begin with. If there's anything true, it's, the, it's not... There's no you and them in a way. It's hard, this one, though. It's hard. Because you know, if 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 somebody cheats you with money or 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 hurts you physically or a member of your family, or does something aggressively harsh, um, it still holds this, doesn't it? You still can't blame them. There's no exceptions to this.
0: And then you start blaming yourself, and you end up like crazy. Oh, I'm a
1: bad, bad. I'm bad, bad. I God
0: help me. You know. So it's not that either. It's it's no. it's it's really just again it boils down to awareness because you become aware of what you're doing and the more that you do and the more that you run stop running away from the bad feeling that that gives you because you see your uh yourself in in ways of course that aren't pretty uh which is what yeah. I which leads me to just remember for a second you know those years that I spent uh in India uh, when I when Ramdas went back the second time, and I went over there and managed to um, get him to <laughs> get me up uh, the address to get up to see Karoli Baba Maharaji, we call him. Um, and boy, one of the first things I noticed after just you know after going through the ecstasy of wow, finally found you know it's just absolute unconditional love in a you know in a s- localized somebody i mean you know <laughs> mm-hmm. it was unbelievable but then we used to be we because that mirror was so powerful that reflection of this being that had no ego it was amazing to see your thoughts writ large as they they kind of like were cartoon things you know floating over the what you know everything was slowed down so big time (laughs) that you really saw that so there was instant recognition of awareness because you were in that place from which you know you had a vantage point of um more a little bit more compassion for your predicaments So so that you weren't blaming yourself you know having these thoughts you weren't um you weren't blaming anybody else there was less antagonism basically and more spaciousness, and I think that that's really what they're talking about here. Um, but uh, yeah, it was I very fortunate to have that kind of experience. So you you know it was deeply ingrained. But I still st- still got mad at that guy who was in front of me yesterday. I'll tell you that. So you know this is uh, it's a lifetime's work, you know. So anybody who's listening out there, and you guys, you know, in college or just out of it or any, I mean, this really applies to everybody, but, you know, it's just um, that, that f- first step is just awareness and knowing this is a lifetime job We're all the way to the end uh, is, is to have this awareness and develop it. And um, what's number three?
1: Mr. Number three Singer? is in these six is um, be grateful to everyone. Be grateful to everyone. Hmm. And, and this one is, is beautiful because it's one of those things of, if you really give, you really receive, you know? I mean, it, being grateful to maybe someone who was, I mean, I don't know, I, I went to get a new phone last week, you know, a home phone. And I went into one store where the, per- the person, you know, who had to help me find a phone was incredibly hostile, rude, and Mm. and brutally disinterested in me. And um, it was such a challenge because I did feel those arrows of anger coming out of my viscera of just saying to him, look, what's your trip? You're, You're being paid to help me. You're not helping, I need this phone. You are really making me sick. That went through me totally. Well, there's no excuse for it really because after all, life is too short for this. You know, you've got to have compassion for why this person. I know this sounds so ridiculous sometimes, but I know it's true. That and thank goodness I can say that in this particular occasion I was very gracious and polite. But I left the store and went to Best Buy instead, where the people were totally lovely and gracious. But I didn't fire back arrows at him, because you know, because because why? It wasn't. It was because of years and years and years and years of of noticing that this is not this is not getting me anywhere and it's against all all you know love it's against love mm-hmm. you know so be grateful to everyone is a it sounds like such a hippy dippy thing but it's a tough one that's a t- talk about tough be grateful to everyone everybody even people you do not like
0: mm-hmm.
1: right yeah
0: it's uh it's interesting. I've never really read something like this out of the, you know, out of that would be like six ways to, um, you know, deal with uh, the, you know, life is tough. Deal with it, and, and you, so you get six, uh, six points to the, deal. The, I with. mean, there are and actually gratefulness more
1: gratefulness being. There are, there are more. There are more because out of the six, some of them break up into l- other pieces. So you say there are ten actually, but there are six six sort of categories and maybe 10 approaches. Mm. Like the next one is, see confusion as Buddha and practice emptiness. Okay, so that's, you know, that's Buddhist practice. See confusion as Buddha, not bliss, not perfection, not a perfect mathematical formula, not a totally beautiful uh, animal or piece of jewelry, but confusion, see confusion as Buddha and practice emptiness. I can't even speak about that because it's, it's too, it's like just the words are enough there.
0: I think in terms of um, reflecting the way that you and I have been reflecting on these kinds of matters and uh, not getting too arcane, uh, emptiness is a big, big, big That's, yeah, exactly. it's subject, a-, a big topic, uh, uh, you know, and, not, um, and it certainly is not about being empty. It's about being full and it's how they term, you know, the two variables of emptiness and fullness really are one. And, um, it's the investigation, you know, uh, it's, it's really the, again, the investigation that they make, um, that we can take little steps to, to make ourselves, um, and that's well, you know, what they're talking about here is underlying reality uh and and the understanding of uh confusion at least we know we we have well we very well know we have it and uh that there is an underlying reality right that is the truth and um once we have any realization of it through an internal investigation then we begin to get less stuck in all of the things, you know, fear, etc. Emptiness uh, is is what that means. Uh, yeah, I, I think mean, like, understanding it, it, that underlying reality.
1: Even even death, even someone's passing who you love, whatever it is. Not you know, it's confusing. All of that is confusing because you want that person to be there with you, and whatever, or it's even confusing to to have a, a trivial, you know, mishap but if you can see as they say if you see the confusion as buddha that the underlying the underlying truth is is takes in everything and start relaxing a bit with it and and, and not getting it not letting it get to your to your real heart the next one is actually wait i i got it uh, because
0: uh when you you know you're talking about death here um you yeah. know as an an example of this and i uh as many of you know, I do another podcast with Ramdas where I pick talks of his and talk about them a little bit and introduce them and so on. Um Ramdas here and now at ramdas.org by the way. Um I will not go into this uh, as a lengthy too lengthy a thing at all, but I think it it points to what's being talked about here and that is uh, my dad passed away a couple of weeks ago and I did a podcast with uh with Ramdas um and um, on the subject of death and dying and in the midst of doing it which is you know it was it's it was very cathartic now my dad was uh, 93 he was part of our, our uh, greater family of people around Neem Karoli Baba in India uh my dad was uh, and uh, so he had a blessed life and a very graceful uh, passing ch- uh, transition um of course you know we have family. We have been going through uh, what you would expect uh, related to losing uh, somebody like that. So um, in the midst of me doing this podcast, I can't, I, maybe I've told you, David, I'm not sure that I have, actually, what happened. I talked about sitting with him and in 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 the days before he passed, and you know, being in in that moment, completely in the moment and uh in this uh talk that Ramdas gave he talks about being with ty- dying people keeps one on the edge of awakening you're right there mm. you know because of the nature of the vibration around someone making a soul making this transition you're right there and and it was and you see just like i talked about seeing maharaji when physically was there and seeing my thoughts like cartoon characters slowly wafting over like a cloud, and you were so aware. It was this, I realized when I was uh, doing this podcast, I realized right as I was doing it, that was the same moment, sitting in front of this being who was completely free, and sitting as my father was passing in that moment, they were both the edge of awakening. It was, a, and they were like total opposites, right? One could say, you know, one could say, well, it was real horrible, sad, sitting there with your father, and mm-hmm. you know, and the other, whoa, joyful. You met your guru, and he was just fun and love, you know. It was the same moment I experienced that then. So, just wanted yeah, that, to,
1: I mean, really, that's the perfect example of see confusion as Buddha. You know, because mm. it's uh, maybe the word Confucian is not quite appropriate, but it, it does sort of cover that ground. Of, you know, um, there's a lot of like tapping and hammering going on, but I didn't say anything because what you were saying was so moving. But there is a lot there,
0: of. There's time. Uh, it's yeah. very unfortunate. And, uh, you know, and again, I'm going to blame my, uh, yeah. our mentor, uh, Duncan Trussell. And here's another. It's so a bit it's, of
1: a stretch to be blaming him. I'm oh, absolutely
0: blaming him. Blaming him.
1: Well, he's, well, basically what you're saying is he said podcast doesn't matter if there's hammering or someone you know, getting, you know, someone getting laid in the next room <laughs> or something. It like, doesn't matter because people like that. He didn't well, say that, okay? He, I said that. Yeah. All right, uh, so I, I apologize. Uh, you don't uh, have to. Okay. It, it, what you were saying is very powerful. It came through. But let's go on to the next one, yep. uh, which is actually four. See, that's why I'm saying there are 10. It's four things that he writes together on one line, and they are, Do good, avoid evil, appreciate your lunacy, pray for help. I'm going to read those again because they're beautiful. Do good, avoid evil, appreciate your lunacy, pray for help. Yeah. And, I mean, that's another... That's all there is to say. (laughs) You can't really say that. And the one I love most about it is appreciate your lunacy. Because he's saying, or they're saying, or the Buddha somewhere within his teachings is definitely saying, uh, cop to yourself. Just, you know, fucking cop to yourself. Like, see what you really are. And don't be ashamed or guilty, but see it you know and and then if you want to change it whatever but don't pretend that you're not that when you know you are and it's not it's not a guilt trip it's just a way of saying appreciate your lunacy your uniqueness and your karmic predicament you're you you're sitting there and you're doing whatever you're doing and if you really look at it it's beautiful because it's alive and it's a manifestation of a seed My God, a miracle, you know, the the miracle of conception, all of that. There you are. And he's saying, appreciate your lunacy and then pray for help. (laughs) Because he's not saying, indulge your lunacy. He's just saying, appreciate your lunacy. Get it straight, you know, get it straight. And then pray and go Buddha or Allah or whomever, you know, and just say, please, I want to just change up from this and be more useful to the other people on the planet or something mm. right but pray I don't have, for that's, help That's it's you that, know these are really zen things you know ragu more than anything else they're, they're pith they're piths right they're pithy yeah. statements and and i think that mr what fisher's zen? right
0: he's you know it's tibetan they're yeah. Yeah, tibetans uh, this magazine is tibetan buddhism right, and right. so it's it is a little unusual gratitude do you know uh, but I uh, uh, certainly resonate with appreciate your lunacy and well uh, yeah, that
1: that particularly applies to you. So let's just get yeah. that straight. Right. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've 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 overcome that and I'm extremely yeah. balanced and sane now. Yes. So, yeah. I did it. I did it. Don't um, believe
0: a word he says, folks, because we know the truth. All right. Number six is okay. you. Read it. Whatever you meet is the path. Now I love that best because that's. These are all fantastic things. You guys who who are writing to us and saying well, you know what in the hell can you do to get along every day in this world. Um, these are great. The, these that's why I, I I'm really happy. I noticed this magazine and yeah. I bought it, and because whatever you meet is everything that happens for. Every second, every person you meet, every phone that, ring that you hear, every, you know, line of sight thing is perfect for moving forward and becoming more conscious. Perfect fodder. I mean, grist for the mill. Yeah. You know, period. That's, uh, he had a great title for that book. uh, That was a... Uh, perfect. yeah grist for the mill but that's what this means everything is the path there yeah. isn't spirituality and then regular life right. there isn't right. a, a job and a no job there isn't a, a family and a no family there is just whatever is with you in that moment through any of the external phenomena that we are always going through that thing is your chance to transform transmute and uh, be more aware and move forward. And if you treat everything like that, um, you know, it's uh absolutely going to be way easier to navigate uh this this very tough world. Life is tough. Deal with it. And here's how to. And you know, we we gave a few house twos of our own, didn't we, Dave?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I uh, I think, you know, you were very taken by this Shambhala son Article because it's a it's a real attempt on the part of the editors and of course the writer Norman Fisher to you know Do something that will be? Helpful to the person reading it rather than just something interesting or something historically or scholastically important No, this is what he's saying life is tough and we all know it is and there, you know Here are six ways to deal with it And it's it's not just pablum because we know that this particular tradition of Buddhism has many uh, manifestations, but one of them is the ability to say something very quickly in a sentence. They call them pithy, pithy statements, and they are. And, and I've found in my life that they've helped me so many times, stop, it sort of stops you in your tracks. And you know, uh, Sharon Salzberg, the Buddhist teacher, is very good on this, if you, if you read her or, or go and see her, because she will always bring it down to that moment. Like she'll talk about, you know, what is it like when a friend of yours has a tremendous success? Do you love them for it and do you love their success or are you jealous? Now that's pretty fundamental mm-hmm. stuff. It's pretty fundamental stuff, but Sharon gets at it from both her own intelligence mm-hmm. and from the whole history of Buddhist teachings. And it's, it's so great that the Buddhists are so, the only word I can use is, is sophisticated. You know, that they just know, over, and you said it before, Raga, they've just thousands of years, thousands, 2,500 years of, of perfecting what the Buddha said in the sutras and in the teachings and making it more and more and more and more and more and more exact and, and yet also retaining the, the, the sort of spaciousness of it. It's amazing. I'm just rhapsodizing now.
0: Yes, are you? you are. <laughs> and we've had enough of it. Okay? Yeah, I know.
1: Let's get back to the nasty stuff. Jeez. Yeah. And, and what we're going to get back to right now is to tell you that audible.com it's really a great sponsor for us and it's great because it's a great company but it's also great to have a sponsor and what if you go to <laughs> if you go to audibletrial.com/mindrolling that's a portal by which you can get a book and for the first 30 days if you join them uh, you know a free book anyone you want and have someone wonderful read it to you while you're driving or while you're meditating or what if you no, do that what read it you know. to you
0: it's a bulkhead, somebody's reading the book that's what I'm saying. Oh, have somebody. Oh, I thought you meant the person next
1: to you I'm in the leaving. car. I'm doing a really good promotion thing here, which is very hard for me, but I'm doing it. So it, it, someone reads a book to you on, you know, disc and or on file, and it's, sometimes it's the person that wrote the book and sometimes it's not, but they're very careful. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, if you buy, uh, if you get a book from them and then buy books from them, uh, we get a small percentage of that, which helps support this podcast, so it's really good. We're also involved with Amazon.com in the same way, and you can go to our website and check it out. Uh, if you go through that, Amazon, to get a book that you like or one we've recommended or not, whatever you want, or it doesn't have to be a book. If you do it through us, it helps support us without, um, you know, hurting you. It's, it's something you want. It's not hurting you, hurting your pocketbook. It's not going to hurt I mean, let's be... no, but What I mean, but you know what I'm saying. I'm saying that instead of just giving a donation... Which you know, people do, and other people don't. You might want a book instead of just going to Amazon and buying it, buy it through us, folks. Yes, if you like. and do that. Don't say you're going to do it, do it. I'll be watching you and everything. <laughs> <laughs> God, an awful person, then. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, ah! what? I Anyhow, what it, you, I don't care what you say about me, by the way.
0: I know it's, you don't. It's not true. After all these years.
1: Yeah, I don't care. In fact, criticism and insult from you is better it's better than pleasant sycophantic lovingness from other people thank you i
0: I really think you mean that as a as as a, i do you do I, mean it eh? i do I do. I do yeah all right well, I think we've had enough of each other for <laughs> <laughs> and uh but um Seriously, folks, if you're really interested, go get that latest Shambhala sun. Uh, it's Life it's is Tough, and how to, here's how to deal with it.
1: It's the March 2013 one. Yeah, March, March and,
0: 2013. Uh, and we hope you enjoy, and we are mindrollers at mindrolling.com, podcast.com. I, you know why I screwed that up, Dave? Because, because I, I know, want to tell I, you something. I know why. No, no I, I not, forget know. that. Okay. i I want to tell you that we are going to have t-shirts we are now going to have mind rolling t-shirts with our extraordinary logo so um, I wanted everybody to know that we are going to have those up in the next co- you know hopefully soon soon as soon either uh, not long after you hear this podcast so thank you again everybody and um uh, we, you will hear from us uh, shortly. At mindrollingpodcast.com. Bye, Dave.
1: Bye, Rago. Bye, buddy.